Welcome to the Pete Primo Show. It is episode 150. And if you have not been here, you've been missing it. But I'm glad that you're here now. I need you to do yourself a favor. If you need traffic in your stores, buy this book on Amazon. Super easy. 101 tips for furniture and mattress store owners to sell another million dollars or more this year. Hurry up, grab it. And if you need any help implementing anything in it, call me at 419-560-3169 and I will help you implement any idea completely free of charge. And I'd like to say thank you to Steve and to Greg for sponsoring the show. Mattress Industry Network Group is the place to be. If you haven't joined yet, it's an absolutely free Facebook group where we learn how to market, merchandise, and do everything that you need to do to be successful in the mattress business. It's a group run by retailers for the benefit of the entire industry. Hit that QR code and join the group and say hi when you join the group. I'm in there at least a couple times a week. And without a further to do, the shoe is on the other foot today. My fabulous producer, Chris Stone, will be the host. Uh, he will be hosting. I'm the host. Well, that's a, that's the first time I've heard that. He'll be the host and We're be co-piloting the, the producer, and I'm going to sit here and just answer questions. What you got, Chris? Uh, well, first, before uh, before we get too far, Tim is chiming in. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Happy Monday, Pete. Checking in from the Pacific Northwest. Let's roll, uh, Tim M. I have you, I have a feeling you know Tim's last name. Tim McDonald. Tim McDonald. Okay. I know a Tim McDonald. Yeah. Tim, are you originally from Michigan by chance? You don't look like the Tim McDonald. Thanks for I being know. here, Tim. Appreciate you. <laughs> and what's up? Uh, this looks like it's either Guy. Uh, I know it says Guy, but sometimes uh, Kyle yeah. joins. Oh, it is Kyle. I do say. Uh, oh, it. Okay, Guy and Kyle joining Hi. us from South Africa. Thanks, guys, for joining us. I appreciate it. <laughs> ben. So Chris does exist. Ben, you know all too well Chris exists. <laughs> Ben's busting my chops. Um, this is good. Is this is how you know that uh, ben, ben McClure is a, is a true friend because we uh, we like to bust each other's chops. Sometimes in front of people I've, we've never met before, guests uh, on their show, Lancaster Connects. Uh, Garner's Mattress and More checking in from Lancaster, PA. So um, before we uh, jump into the questions... If anybody's got any uh, questions um, at all for uh, for Pete, um, and I dare you to ask me a question, um, and I might answer it, uh, or maybe Pete will just answer it for me. I don't know. Uh, so we can soak up all the sage uh, wisdom and advice uh, from our good friend here, Pete Primo. I'm going to do something here, Pete. I'm going to throw us a little curveball here on... Uh, the P Primo show because I'm digging around on the podcast and and for those of you uh, who uh, have been under a rock and you don't you don't realize how long P Primo has been podcasting um, you know since the iPod was invented P Primo had a podcast uh, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and he wrote about it in his book Sell a Million and so um, and right now obviously podcasting is very hot right uh, but Pete's you know Pete's like a comfortable pair of shoes right he's been doing it for a while. And uh, is as reliable as they come. But then I noticed something, Pete, which I thought was uh, was kind of interesting, was that uh, when I looked up here on the Pete Prima show, um, and this is on Apple Podcasts, by the way, most people, if they've got a smartphone, it's an iPhone. So folks, if you've got an iPhone, I want you to do something for me. I looked here and saw that there are only eight people now, there's 150 episodes of the Pete Primo show since I've been a part of it. And then prior to that, Pete, you had another show. It was called No BS, I think, or something. Yep. No BS Furniture and Mattress. No BS. And since this is a family show, I won't, I won't say what BS stands for. Um, <laughs> but only five people, or is it eight? Eight. 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 Single digits of people have gone on help, their own. Help me. Help me, guys. And, and done a rating and a review for the Pete Primo show. And so here's what I'm going to do really quickly. I'm, 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 I promise, Pete, I won't, I won't embarrass you uh, that much. This is an iPhone. This is my iPhone right here. Every iPhone has something that's called Apple Podcasts. And on your screen, it looks like 
Let me see if I can pull this into focus. It's this purple icon that you see right here. And you click on that purple icon and you type in Pete Primo Show. And that's the logo that pops up right there. And then you get a really cool looking thing on your phone that says Pete Primo Show. And then you do this thing called follow and you click follow. And when you click follow... You, you have all of the shows with the nice, pretty artwork and everything that some clown named Chris Stone put, came up with. And <laughs> here, it, it shows ratings and reviews. Okay? What I want you to do is I want you to go and I want you to hit the five-star because this is a five-star program. It is absolutely a five-star program. And then you scroll down a little bit more and you click on this thing that says write a review. And you click on that. It doesn't have to be long. If you've got a bad review, then don't do this. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> there's my review of the show. I've done it. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's it's the it's my PSA for you to please go to Apple Podcasts and follow, and then rate five stars. Hopefully, you know. I mean, they can't all be five stars, right? Can't all can't all be uh, five stars. In fact, it's probably not good that they all are five stars, right, Pete? Four point eight is your preferred rating. There you go. So somebody give us a two. I don't care. Uh, we just we would love for you to be able to do that for us, and you get all this wisdom for for nothing anyway. So you might as well just do that. Cost you nothing. So I appreciate. Uh, and we've got some more folks chiming in. We want to make sure. Uh, no, Tim McDonald. It's not the Tim McDonald that uh, that uh, is from Michigan, uh, but originally from Fresno. And he did play hockey in Michigan. Excellent. Nice. How far did you get along in? If you're from Fresno and you played hockey, that's interesting. As typically, I mean, you know, when we we were born with uh, ice skates on, Pete, being from uh, Ohio and Michigan, right? Um, but it looks like he's from California and played. Oh, look at this for the Red Wings. Ah, do we have a Red Wings fan, Chris uh, from DreamFit? Because that's that's my. Uh, that's my preferred team. And then um, you are the podcast OG. <laughs> ben, uh, ben, you're too kind. Okay, guy. So thank you for that, guy. So they even, even though they're not on Apple, they're on Android, they went ahead and gave you a five-star review there. So thank you very much uh, for that, guy. Thank you, guy. And, uh, oh, Okay. Team California, the junior national team. Congrats, Tim. You, you, yeah. you, must, uh, you must be able to play. Go Blackhawks. Come on. Chris from DreamFit. Really? Blackhawks? Sorry we took Kane from you. Um, all right. <laughs> so there we go. That is my uh, my PSA for, uh, for this. And, oh, God, go Blackhawks. So here are some questions, Peter. Are you ready? I'm ready. We got all the housekeeping out of the way. And if those who are watching live uh, or even replay, ask us a question. We see all the stuff on Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn, all that good stuff. So if you've got questions and you're catching on a replay, Pete is still uh, still answering them. And sometimes when we don't get to those questions, we add them to the next Ask Pete. So here we go. I am pulling up a question from... Oh, yikes. There's a lot of them here. Cincinnati, Ohio. This is Sherry in Cincinnati, Ohio. Pete, I love your book, Sell a Million. It's helped me a lot. When are you publishing your second book and do you have a title? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> thank you, Sherry. And I've been promising a second book for a while now, and I actually have two more in the works. So I think the one that's going to make it to market First is going to be called um, Sell More Beds, but it's not going to be Sell More Beds Blueprint. That was the original title. Uh, it's going to be Sell More Beds something. Uh, it's not going to be Blueprint, but what it's going to do is it, it's going to do a deep dive into my uh, framework, um, which is right here. Um which is my my framework, uh, which is advertising, display, merchandising, sales education, inventory delivery service, then authentic online reviews, testimonials, and referrals. So that is coming. I don't know when. I'd love to tell you I'm going to bust it out over, finish it um, over the uh, winter break, but I know that's not going to happen. Any, 
up to nine reviews. Thank you, Ben. That's uh, that's Doctor McClure in uh, in Lancaster. Uh, thank did, you for that, Ben. Did I answer that question? I think there were two pieces to it. Uh, it was a title, and yeah, let me pull this back up. When are you publishing your second book, and do you have a title? As soon as I can, and it's going to be sell more beds something. <laughs> I think you should just call it sell more beds something. It's like actually the word something. What do you think? <laughs> sell more beds now. In the chat, let us know what you think that last word, that something should be. How about that? Now let's get the chat on fire so we can uh, start answering some questions. All right. One down. Here we go. Boom. We're, we're knocking them out. Pete. Oh, this is, this is a two-parter. This is Andy in San Diego. Uh, Pete, I'm getting frustrated with your Zoom call on Friday, winning the weekend with Pete and friends. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's great, especially Jeff, Janakovo, Scott Vaughn, and Justin Trumbo. But sometimes I get a customer and I miss it. Can you please record it? Appreciate you, Andy in San Diego. Andy, I already answered this, brother. Um, and I'm glad you asked the question. And um, I've sent... So we recorded our first one um, on Friday, and we're going to continue to record it. Um, Andy, take a bow. Thank you for being a spokesperson um, and uh, stepping up and asking a great question because I've sent several of those links out. Anybody that missed, uh, the show. I do have the link for the recording and it is available. And here's uh, something else. Anybody that wants to ask a question uh, and not have their name attached to it because it might be controversial or you just don't want somebody knowing this about your business, send me an email at pprimo at ameritech.net or you can even text it to me at 419 Five six zero three one six nine, and let me know if you want me to use your store name and or your name, or if you want it to be um, anonymous. Okay, so yeah, great. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate it. Man, we've gone some shows where we've only answered two questions. So uh, we're, we're not done yet because we got the you know. We, of course, our our friend uh, guy and Kyle, friends guy and Kyle, I have some ideas here. Ah. Sell more. I like the, I like this. Sell, Sell more. more beds every day. I like that now. But the the whole thing is sell more beds every day, three sixty five days. It's interesting. Thank you, guys. I, I like, appreciate I like it. Sell more beds every day. That, that feels good. Yeah, it does. Can't get, you can't put too many words on a on a book cover. That's the other yeah. thing. It's got to be like, but that four might, or five at the most, right? So that might be the start of the subtitle, though. Mm -hmm. That three sixty five might be incorporated into yeah. the subtitle. So I that's, like, that's I like really that. good. Really good. Love to hear any more ideas anybody has. Thank you, guy. Appreciate you. Good stuff. All right. Boom. We're this the show's gonna be over in like 10 minutes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know that's not. I know. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Let's see. All right, boom. This is confused in Dallas. Oh boy. Uh, Pete, I'm thinking I'm missing something. I'm embarrassed to ask anyone I work with here. So, so here it goes. Sometimes I get customers asking for a five or a four, six. I never sell them. What is that? Five or a four, six? Five, oh, or a four, six. I never sell them. Is there any more to the question? Yeah. Any thoughts or ideas? Am I doing something wrong? Confused in Dallas. Okay, I know exactly what's going on. But I'm not going to tell you. Well, isn't that the idea? You're supposed to tell everybody. <laughs> it's a podcast. You fell for it, you fell for it Chris. <laughs> I'm glad my acting's getting better or you're just uh, a little hyped up today. So, uh, who, who was this again? I'm sorry. I should Confused been. in Dallas. Confused in Dallas. This is what's going on. If you are watching and you want to chime in, let me know your age. I would love to know your age. 
I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to bet that you're 30 years old or younger. Or if you're 60, I'm 63, you've just got into the business in the last five to 10 years. So the 5-0 and the 4-6 is a red flag. Write this down, everybody. If you're new to this business, you've only been in it for 10 to 20 years, you're rookies. And somebody comes in asking for a 5-0 or a 4-6, they're asking, they're, they're shopping you. They work for another store. They're in the industry. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's sort of industry lingo. So the 5-0 is a queen and the 4-6 is a full. A 3-3 would be a twin and a 6-6 would be a, uh, a king size. And so what it refers to is the first number is the feet. The second number is the inches. And those are the original measurements, which are maximum measurements, which they actually measure slightly inside of that. But my friend, you are confused in Dallas because you are being shopped. And that is probably an older salesperson who's shopping you, who's slipping and using industry lingo. And that is a red flag that you always, Patrick. We are graced with your presence. Thank you, brother. King Tinny, right? He's a 6'6", six, six, so he's a king, right? <laughs> Absolutely. King for a day. Patrick Absolutely. Tinney. So he knows He knows a little. He's, he's he got knows a little, a little uh, inside. So the single used to be the twin and the double was a full size. Yeah, 100%. Patrick, thank you for being here, brother. You know, I'm from Detroit, Pete, and 5-0 means something completely different. <laughs> What's going on with the Lions anyway, Chris? Guys are slipping. Pete, Pete, I wasn't I wasn't a good mood in spite of my my back uh issue. <laughs> now you gotta bring up my Lions. Thanks. Appreciate you. Hey man, my my bronze didn't, didn't look especially great yesterday. <laughs> you talk about playing down to the competition. But we, I mean, to be fair, we've had a lot of injuries. Listen, I love the Lions. I really do. I love yeah, they're, they're a lovable love, team for sure. But I, uh, I, I love you know. the culture. I love the toughness that they play with. Those those guys are they're good. I re, I, I enjoy them. I really. I, do. I don't know if they're that good. Um, and so uh, Ben here is has got a new idea for uh, for your uh, for the title of the book here. Hmm. Long but new book title idea: Sell more mattresses. So the 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 big title would be sell more mattresses. Yeah, and then helping mattress retailers wake up happy every morning. Wow, that's great, Ben. Yeah, guys, keep these ideas rolling in, man. I'm loving this. It's kind of cool because I know most of the time, you know, uh, you know, especially like Ben and Jeff and and their whole, you know, sleep. Uh, you know, wake up happy promise that they have and, yeah. you know, the sleep better book that they, uh, that they're a part of. It's usually like, you know, customer driven. And since your book is for retailers, you want to help mattress retailers wake up happy every morning. Yeah. And um, I love that it aims towards the target audience in the subtitle. <laughs> and if, if one thing Ben McClure is, is confident. So Ben, I love your confidence, brother. I've always loved that about you. Thank you. Yeah. So All right. So, so for confused in Dallas, um, I think I think we're we're saying, hey, it sounds like if somebody's coming in asking for that, you're probably being kind of chopped, bamboozled a little bit. Um, and so uh, that's good. That's good knowledge, though. Like I hate. Listen, so you, I didn't even. So you didn't do anything wrong. Confused in Dallas, you you did nothing wrong. You were never going to make that sale because it's a ninety nine point nine percent chance. Uh, that they were shopping you. And so now that you know this, you'll know when you're being shopped and you can just say, well, why not a three, three or a six, six <laughs> and just have a, and then they'll look at you like, oops, I'm busted. <laughs> a three, three. What is that? Like a toddler bed or three, three is a twin. Oh, wait, three, three is a twin. Yeah. Three feet. Okay, so I thought the first thing was the the feet, feet. and the second thing is three the inches. Feet. So three that, feet. 
Yeah. So three feet is 36 inches. And then you add another three. Originally, twins were 39 inches wide. Oh, now they're okay. 38. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, uh, Lord Tinney here has an idea for the uh, name of the book. This is some crowdsourcing book titles is, is kind of like what we should call this episode. (laughs) Okay. A little play on words here. Spring to action, a bedtime story. That's very nice, Patrick. Thank you very much. And I know you'll have 10 more. So you, you have my email brother, just send them to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, there we go. Confusing Dallas. All right. Next one. We're hammering these out. Love it. Pete, this is from, I don't have a name for this. Uh, No, this is, okay. We'll get to the end. This is a three-parter. Pete, I have three mattress stores in the Midwest, and I gave Puffy three SKUs in all three stores a couple of months ago. They promised me traffic. And we've gotten a few customers at our best store and none in the other two. I'm not happy. How long do I put up with this? Do you have a process you recommend when determining if a line stays or goes? Thanks for all you do in this industry. Sincerely, pissed off in Indiana. <laughs> I actually do. I actually do. Um, okay. Um, so... The first thing pissed off in Indiana is you never make a decision when you're emotionally aggravated ever under any circumstances. Doesn't matter if it's personnel, doesn't matter if it's a line change. Uh, Don't make decisions when you're emotionally charged. That's number one. And obviously you are because you signed pissed off in Indiana. So my biggest question to you is, these things happen. So why are you pissed off? Are you pissed off because somebody promised you something and didn't deliver it? Um, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't hear the conversation. I, I will tell you this. There are times, and I hear it across the board, and this is has nothing to do with Puffy, by the way. Um This has to do with every line that's out there, including the big name brands. And probably the reps for the big name brands are the most guilty of this. They will make you think that they are the silver bullet and they're not. Nobody is. You have to be the marketer of your business. And if you depend on another line to bring you traffic, you are making a serious error. I'm not saying that some of these lines like a Helix or a Puffy who claims to be able to bring you traffic. I'm not saying they can or they can't. I'm saying your dependency on them is a weakness in your business. And if you have any questions about this, you know, call up Scott Scott Vaughn, call up Jeff Chinakovo, call up Justin Trumbo. They'll all tell you the same thing. While some of these guys will use some of these brands at times, their business is not dependent on it. So, so that's number one. And I don't want to come across as 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 given a lecture, but you asked me, uh, you know what my thoughts are. And my first thought is take the emotion out. Okay. Just take that out. Did you establish any metrics deer pissed off in Indiana? Like what was the expectation? Did you expect to sell three to four out of each store? And now that that's not being met, you're pissed. Are you pissed at your people? Are you pissed at yourself or are you pissed at the rep that, made certain assertions and those assertions aren't coming true. Um, I I would caution my rep friends. I know I I have an awful lot of rep friends on these calls, Uh, whether they're on them or they right now, or they're on on it for the replay. Um, A lot of you guys, as a matter of fact, I know that every rep that watches this show does not make assertions that they can't live up to. And Mm. if they do, they qualify them and they're very careful because they're professionals. So this is for the reps that don't watch the show. The reps that don't watch the show who ironically will never see this or hear these words. (laughs) (laughs) 
you really have to be careful in how you represent your product and the pro, pro and 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 the promises that you make to a dealer mm. because you are a walking talking brand you might be a rep for temper Sealy. you might be a rep like i am for bedding industries of america um but you are a walking, talking brand. And whether you have drank your company's Kool-Aid, like I did, like I thought I was going to be at CERTA the rest of my life. I was at CERTA for three years and then I went on with my life. And the lessons that I learned from Bob Sherman and Barb McKay and uh, Jeff Allen have stayed with me the rest of my life. And I might add Scott Montague to that because he was really my mentor who I called almost every day and still talk to almost every day. Um, so be very careful in what you say and understand this. Someday you're going to be working for another company. And are you going to have to eat the words that you just spoke? Mm. It's so important that you maintain your integrity with your dealer above and beyond even making the sale. You would be better off walking away from the sale if it's not 100% right. And then coming back when the time is right and getting a little bit more aggressive. Um, so that's just broad strokes and a little side advice to my rep friends. I'm going to dive into this a little bit more now. And Ben, thank you for your kind words. But you know, there, there's there's plenty more chat. Uh, the, you got you got the uh, chat room fired up here, Pete. So uh, you know we'll, this is going to go on for a little while because we have some we have some legends chatting uh, pull, pull, at this pull, point. Go ahead and pull them up. No, All right. We'll probably cover uh, what I'm going to say. The adjustable bed guru himself, Randy Thompson, says, I would bet one of these stores has a salesperson who uses Puffy as a go-to mattress. Find out what he or she does. That's great advice, Randy. So, dear pissed off in Indiana, if your goal is to sell a lot of Puffy, um, and, and I guess this really goes to the point. What is Puffy? Is Puffy an advertising tool or is Puffy something that you want to sell tons and tons of? I don't know. Um, it could be used either way. I would, I would assume that Puffy is used best to get customers in the store. They're shown the product. They're shown other equivalent product and the customer goes to where he or she is the most comfortable. Um, so, the fact that one store is selling a lot of puffy and the others aren't have there. So here's one of the metrics. Have your overall store sales increased even in the two stores? So what could be happening is you're getting some traffic in the other two stores who are not selling puffy, but it has value being on the floor because you're selling more Stearns and Foster or you're selling more Tempur-Pedics, or you're selling more BIA, whatever the, the your brand is or brands are. So that is part of what could be happening. So is your store volume up or down, or is it the same? Um, that is the bigger question because Puffy is not just a product at a price. It's an advertising tool, and if it's used well, you'll do both. You will bring customers to the store. They will be exposed to the puffy mattress in a positive way because anything on your floor, if it's good enough to be on your floor, it's good enough to represent in a positive way. And if you don't, you won't have the line for long if they, the executives at Puffy know what they're doing. Um, and I assume, and I love Brent, I know that dude knows what he's doing. So um, look at the overall picture and not just the microscopic. I'm not selling a bunch of Puffy. Puffy might have some great value to you um, and your business has actually gotten a little bit bigger and it's causing you to sell more customers, um, other, other products. So that's another piece to it. Randy, those are... That was a great, great advice. What else you got? Yeah, there's a two-parter here from Chris at DreamFit. Uh, on, uh, Pete, on two different panels now and in general conversation, when a struggling retailer sincerely asks how to compete better against Sleep Number, 
the whole quote, just tell them you don't sell airbeds, wisecrack comes up. How would you point a retailer who really needs the help in the direction that they really need to go? Ah, Chris, Chris, Chris. Um, it's a great question. It, one of the best questions that have ever been asked on my show. So the first thing that we need to understand is what does an RSA need desperately to complete a sale at retail? Anybody know? What do they need from the customer before they complete a sale? And if anybody pipes in their name, address, and phone number, I'm going to hit you right, right <laughs> over the airwaves. No, it's not their name, address, and phone number. It's trust. So what happens when somebody asks for something and you don't have it and you kind of downplay it, even professionally, mm. you dismiss them. And you are no longer in the conversation. They've just put a big X over you. If you do it in a more, a less professional way, um, you put a giant X over your story. You're not going to get the business. And the, the best thing that you can do, if you have a sleep number in your marketplace, is to put at least one or two a personal comfort. Now, uh, Confession, I'm a personal comfort rep. And I will tell you, it's not for every store. I will also tell you that it's much easier to sell them something else if you have the thing that they actually are asking about. So if you have something that does the identical thing that Sleep Number does, right? So when you don't have it, you're saying, the fact that Sleep Number offers 20 different firmnesses on each side is irrelevant, and you're going to be happy, Mrs. Jones, with one is the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. The right answer is, I have this personal comfort bed over here, and they have 45 adjustments, distinct different feels on each side. More than you know, more than double what Sleep Number has, and it's right here if you'd like to consider it and show it to them. And again, we're always going to have a conversation with the customer, and we're going to do the right thing for the customer as long as they cooperate with us. So she might love the airbed, uh, she may not love it. She might want a more traditional bed after she carefully considers and compares it. But when it's not on your floor, there is no comparison to be done. Right. And, and so that's, that's the danger. So I'm not saying you should put personal comfort on because you're going to sell thousands. Heck, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you sold one or two a month, you'd be doing good. I have a few guys that sell more than five a month, but they're very, very rare. Very rare. If you sell literally one or two a month, but you close 15 or 20 extra sleep number customers on traditional mattresses, now we're cooking, right? That's what we want to do. So off having the product to offer instead of just poo-pooing it is a much stronger selling position for you. Yeah. Robert uh, Mitzel says 2.1 billion in sales by sleep number alone makes it far more than an air mattress. Open your mind. Yep. Um, and uh, yep. Tim, uh, the hockey legend McDonald uh, wins the uh, wins the award for answering your questions. You know, the chat sometimes comes in a little bit later than than yep. live, a little bit of a delay. But uh, yeah, trust, empathy, overall a human experience with someone who wants to serve the guest before themselves. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you, Tim. That's good stuff. And um, I think we've got uh, everything wrapped up with with Chris from DreamFit's uh, comments. So we've got some other stuff here. Uh, Robert Mitzel says, if anyone ever promises something will work, I will make them put their money where their mouth is. When, do you, when you do that and see that rep get nervous, <laughs> you just got your answer how true that promise is. Oh, Rob. 
I love that. That and is same so for advertisers good. trying to sell you a surefire campaign. <laughs> yeah, especially for advertisers. Boy, are they great for that. It's yeah. Like, you know, if you're sure that it's going to work that well for me and it's going to give me all this extra money, why don't you go ahead and sign me up and I'll pay you after the business comes in. Mm. I'm completely transparent. Here's my sales. Here's my sales month to date. Let's run this next month. And anything above my normal, I'll give to you. Maggie Burroughs is chiming in. Thanks for chiming in here, Maggie. I wish that I knew you 35 years ago. Who, me? Oh, no, wait, Pete. Uh, <laughs> your advice applies to most every retail business. Trust is all that it's about. It's like you have my back. Amen. Thank you, Maggie. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the greatest advice, uh, pieces of advice I got from one of my uh, former bosses slash mentor was, if you don't know the answer to the question, don't pretend like you do. Mm -hmm. Don't pretend like you do. Yep. Because you just, you know, because it, that you just lost them for, a, you know, if, if, so just, you know what? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to find out for you. And then do something else to help that person feel a little bit more comfortable about what you, and don't just say, oh, well, it's, and take a guess right. or, or pretend like, you know, or just like toss out some word salad to this, to this customer. Just, you know what? I don't know. Let me find out for you. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And a word on word salads. <laughs> okay. No, because it's really important because some salespeople mistakenly believe that if I can just talk long enough, they Ooh. will buy. I actually had one of my bosses say to me when we walked out of a top 100 retailer and um, we walked out of there and the buyer actually said to my VP of sales, that was the, one of the best presentations I've ever seen. And he didn't buy. So what was he really selling? So the next time I went in by myself, I said, Mike, you are a very kind man. And I really appreciated what you said to my boss, because that is not what you wanted to say to my boss, but you chose to be kind and thank you for that. And he had a big chuckle and we talked and talked and talked and, um, listen, Chris made a great point. If you're a rep, say what you say, what you need to say, say it quickly and efficiently. If you, if the, if your buyer wants to know additional information, he or she will ask you and then you can answer it, but always answer concisely and succinctly because when you do that, you say, I respect you. I respect your time. I, I appreciate the time that you've given me and I'm not going to fill it up with a lot of nonsense. That's it. Oh. It's it's being considerate of their time. Yeah. They talk, you listen. Amen. It doesn't go the other way around. <laughs> you know? Hopefully it goes the other way them. around, but that that's called a relationship and, there. Yes. and and that's what we all aim for. So Thanks everybody. What a lot of questions. Oh yeah, I mean, so um, apparently if you've touched uh, you've touched some nerves here because uh, we have a few more here. Um, Randy says never degrade another product. I have a chiropractor sending ten to fifteen customers per year for airbeds. I don't sell sell many airbeds. When educated, there are better options at my store. I think as it comes down to expertise, right? Yeah. So. First of all, neither one of us should be calling them air beds, and I called it an air bed. And and if Mark Klingenberg is watching this, he's probably going to fire me off a uh, text here pretty quick. <laughs> um, so, so here is the question: If there are better options, you always you always owe it to the retail customer to give them the best option, but. If you don't sell many airbeds slash number beds slash personal comfort, then the the question I'm going to ask you is, do you have a bias that you're pushing onto your customer? And is that fair to your customer? 
only you can answer it and it can't be and it's it's not like i want an answer now i i think it's something for you to think about you know do i have a bias because if you have 10 to 15 customers a year coming in for a bed that adjusts with them and they're not getting it why i mean i mean i i can tell you this that the bed that was comfortable to me when I was 40 was not comfortable when I was 45. And when I became 50, it changed. And now it changes constantly. I need more firmness than I've ever needed before. And I thought it went the other way. Um, and I've been doing this for 41 years. So I would just say, be if you notice any patterns in your sales that you're selling 90% of one bed, you really need to reevaluate what you're doing uh, with your customers. Um, and you might also find that if you're selling a few products that you have fallen in love with, um, you might be actually not listening to your customers. So thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. And I will do want to touch on something. 10 to 15 chiropractors sending you business. I'd like to know more about that. Um, so would I, because I got back issues currently. <laughs> um, you know, did you purposely reach out to these people or did they just happen into your store and you bought, they bought from you and they liked you and now they're sending you business? Or is this something on purpose? Is this a program? I know that Scott Vaughn at Happy Z's is uh, making it a point to go after uh, chiropractors in his marketplace. So um, I'm very interested in that. And I would encourage all retailers Pete, I have no bias. Yeah, you're just reacting now, brother. I, I love you. I'm going to see you in two days, but you have to have a bias towards something. You always got to check it, brother. P.S. He does like customers very well, and I'm great at fitting them to the mattress. P.S. I do like airbeds. We can't call them airbeds. They're adjustable number beds. I don't know. We'll call them something else. Yeah. So um, for those of you who are watching and listening, we do have questions that were sent in. Uh, but if you do ask your question live, we uh, those take precedent. So uh, we've got another one here from uh, Joseph Clay. Uh, okay. If, if I sell only promotional mats, 1850 and under, $1,850 and under, is it disingenuous to market my product as quote unquote luxury? It depends. Um, it really depends. Um, is it luxury for you and your store? Yes. Uh, the fact that you know there's ten thousand, you know, there, there's ten thousand dollar beds out there commonly. I mean, there's beds that sell for over a million dollars. There's there's beds that sell for half a million dollars. Yeah. What, what's uh, those what's the qualification for luxury? Right? Is yeah. it is it if it's a you know to is 1850 a lot of money? I mean, for some people, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's just like, it's it's an adjective, right? But it, there's I not started, really a, a qualification I, for it, right? When I started, um, the most expensive thing on our floor was 999 We never sold it. Um, wow. As a matter of fact, if we sold 799 we were going around giving each other high fives. So, you know, I, I wouldn't call 1850 a promotional mattress, Joe. I really wouldn't. Um, I, I'm interested in what's the technology of the mattress and what is uh, the thickness of the mattress. And are there any uh, special uh, foams in the mattress or any special types of coils in the mattress? Um your 1850 might be a souped up promotional mattress or it might be one of the greatest values. Yeah, I really do agree with that guy. Guy Danes just chimed in with yeah, I think define luxury. And and um, yeah, you know, you trying to define it, your customers really define define it. And yeah. and I have a I, I 
Joe, I think I know you well enough that if your customers were consistently coming in and consistently asking you for $29.99 and $39.99 mattresses, you would actually add those to your floor. And the fact that you haven't added them to your floor probably means that your customers aren't asking for those. Um, Chris from DreamFit. Chris Tahaney, 100% agree with you, Guy Danes. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. The customer Yeah, I just really- feel like if you're dealing with a customer, you know, one-on-one or one-on-two or whoever you're, it's like, are you, what issues are you solving for them, right? And then if, if, if this does this and one is considered luxury and one isn't, one isn't considered luxury, uh, but, but the one that isn't, you know, solves their issues, then that's your answer, right? It's uh, kind of the luxury is just sort of like, the the adjective to add to it you know yeah. what makes it luxury other than the price i think that's really it yeah luxury is really an opinion and yeah. you know this goes back to my comment i made to reps before be careful about what you say um uh, you might be working for a super high-end company right now and uh, you're starving to death. You're not making hardly any money. Nobody's buying it because it's quite frankly not that great of a line. And you might go to a line that has slightly lower price points, but they have a lot more value in the line. And that line sells like fire. Um, But you have alienated a lot of customers by buying the Kool-Aid so hard and selling the Kool-Aid so hard to your dealers, just like regurgitating company propaganda onto your dealers, that you have no credibility in the marketplace anymore. Now you actually have something good and nobody wants to listen to you because you were too busy just trying to make a sale. So I, I hope that everybody loves what they sell but you have to be realistic about what the product will do and won't do. And there's actually a lot of things that our retailers need to do for themselves. Mm. Uh, Their message to the market, they're aiming at the proper market, them uh, offering a complete service to the market. Those are things that only a retailer can do for themselves. And one of the things that, we lose track of is, you know, we talk about merchandise, merchandise, merchandise all the time. And you know what? If we forget about sales education, we forget about display, we forget about advertising, we don't have a business. You you don't have a business. So product is important. It's part of the mix, but you have to advertise. You have to display. You have to sales train. You have to have a good process. People have to have a good feeling when they walk into your store. I worked at a store on Black Friday and that Saturday, and the feeling that was in that store was palpable. And I saw more business done in a single day in that store than I've ever seen done in any store, even stores twice their size, because of the feeling that you had when you walked into the store. There was a defined process. The salespeople are well-trained. As a matter of fact, most RSAs would quit. There's so much training at this retailer that it's not for everybody. If you're not super coachable, if you're not super hungry, You don't want to work at this retailer, but if you're coachable and you're hungry and you want to do the right thing for your customer, you can't get enough of training. And so I, sorry, I I went off on a tangent, but no, no, it's fine. Uh, Nothing stops Patrick Tinney. Um, So we've got a uh, question here. (laughs) That's the understatement of the year. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of tiny back issues. (laughs) Does that mean you have a tiny back or does that mean, Oh no. Um, I have a couple of small back issues. Can you talk about the importance of mattress firmness and pillow technology? Wow. Yes. Well, there's a difference in firmness, support and comfort. And you really, when you're trying a mattress, Patrick, you really have to tune into how do you feel after you've been laying on it for a little bit? a few minutes at least. And are you trying the mattress in the position that you're going to sleep in? That's huge. 
And a lot of people with back issues overcompensate. They go to too hard, not enough comfort, and medium support, whereas they need more support and they might need more comfort. And you're going to have to try it out in the position that you're in. And here's the huge piece. We overlook the pillow and the pillow is a huge piece, especially for side sleeper. Depending on what study you're looking at, 60 to 70% of all people sleep on their side. And most people don't have a properly fitted uh, pillow that fills in the gap between their shoulder, the outside of their shoulder and their head so that their head's not tilted over like this so that their spine stays straight. So there is a lot and it's beyond the scope of the show to go into that. But I'm telling you who could tell you all about pillow technology. My friend, Chris Tahaney at DreamFit. He is an absolute expert and uh, you two should talk about pillow technology because it it is crucial when you have a bad back crucial. yeah and adjustable too right if it, uh, so much of this depends on the, the the situation that you've got you know physically right um, oh, yeah. but I know like you know lower back uh, and I've got an adjustable and when I raised the foot you know and and slept on the side there was a difference. Right, but that that doesn't mean that solves it for for someone else. It's really a individual, which is why it's so important, I think, to talk to experts who are at uh, independent mattress stores. Um, that you're not just going on to uh, a retailer and, and getting a box delivered to your house, and then you go through all the trouble of the decompression and and everything that you're going to do, putting it together yourself, and then you realize this isn't great. But you're you're kind of stuck. Do I just keep it? Do I have to go through the trouble of how do I return it? And like all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, we, we spent a lot of time sleeping on this thing and it's that important uh, to go to, um, to go to a store and talk to an expert and, and actually, like you said, take the time because it's that important for you to take the time and say, wow, there was a difference after I laid on this for however many minutes and I could tell and I could feel it. And, um, you know, it's not something you should just, you know, whip up and have delivered to your house in 48 hours because you got, you have a prime discount uh, or whatever. So I, uh, I have to, I have it's reaching for something. I have to, Uh-oh. I have to do this. Oh, so if anybody is wondering about my friend's back issues buy this book, nothing stops me, which you should buy anyway, if you don't own this book, Nothing Stops Me, Sell uh, Success by Patrick Tinney. You Number one bestseller. Bestseller in multiple categories. Yeah, you are missing the boat. And you will learn all about Patrick's back and how he broke it. And how he, you're a holy mess, Patrick. God well, he bless said you. tiny back issues. If he broke his back, that doesn't sound tiny to me. I know. <laughs> he was being funny. He was being a yeah, funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. You got any other questions there? We do. We've got one. And so we're running up to time. So let's, uh, this are. is a, uh, this is a two-parter. Oh, uh, this is from Rich in central Michigan. Okay, Rich. Go Wolverines. That's right. Go blue. Pete, congratulations on the betting industries of America. And how do I say this? Sat- Satava? Satva. Satva merger. Satva? Yeah. Satva merger. Uh, how soon will we be able to buy Sattva for our stores? And can you share the criteria that your management team will use in choosing dealers who carry Sattva? Rich, I'm going to tell you something. I really love my job with Ben Industries of America, and I'm really not comfortable answering your question right now. Um, so I'm going to make a statement. Everything that I am about to say is my opinion. Okay. And I'm a 1099 rep. I do not have a management position, uh, or any say so in the affairs of BIA and Safa's new company that have merged. 
But I find it hard to believe that someday in the next year or two that Safa would not be available on some limited basis to um, our best dealers. So I think the criteria, and this has not been expressed to me, so the criteria would be threefold. Number one, do we do business with you? Do we know you? And are you a Safa type customer? Are you a quality customer? And the third criteria that I would assume, and nobody has shared this with me, would be how do you pay your bills? So, Rich, I don't know you. If, if you don't do business with us right now, chances are you may not get the line unless you're a top 100 then maybe you will. I don't know. Um, if you are a dealer and you do a great job and you pay your bills on time, I would be shocked if you weren't given priority over those who don't. But that's about as far as I'm willing to go and definitely does not reflect any conversations I've had with anybody in my management team. Um, as of right now, it's not available. Um, could that change? Yep. I anticipate it changing. And so that's my answer and I'm sticking to it. Guys, thanks. Wow, we are. Oh, In before the bell, Chris for, <laughs> says, when my daughter is asked what her dad does, she says he sells stuff for like beds or something like that. What would Christiana say to someone when she's asked, what does your dad do? Um, <laughs> well, she knows what her dad does in detail because her mom works in the business. And, uh, Chris, you know, this, you, you probably talk to Jenny more than you talk to me, brother. Um, you know, thank God that she has a super smart mother and, uh, she knows everything that we do. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, some people have asked me questions about, you know, how do you keep your family together? You travel so much. And, you know, my daughter doesn't know anything different. She, she, you know, it wasn't like I was always there. She knew from the time she was a baby till now, she's almost 17. And by the way, Chris, she's coming to market again. So she'll be at market. So uh, Jenny and Christiana will both be at market. I'm super excited about that. Um she never knew any different. She just knew that I would leave typically on a Monday and I'd come back on a Friday or I'd leave on a Tuesday and come back on a Friday or I'd come back, leave on a Monday, come back on a Thursday. That's, that's all she's known her whole life. Um, and she knows that her dad will call for prayers every night. And she knows that she is the priority over anything at work. If she ever has an emergency, she can call me. It doesn't matter what meeting I'm in. I'm taking that phone call. So probably too much information. So thanks. Well, Chris. I guess so. So the answer would be when, uh, when she's asked, what does your dad do? He says, listens to my mom. That would be the does what mom says to does, do. Okay, okay. That that would be the appropriate answer. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Wow, we got to all the questions. That's amazing. We've never done that before. No. <laughs> I I laughed when you told me we had a few questions, and I said, "Well, we're never going to get to them." But a couple of them are really super short. So. Oh, we got uh, Patrick. You know, Pete, you're a total gem in your industry. To unpack what you have today can only be done by someone who loves his brand. No word salad from you, sir. No, <laughs> no, no, no word salad with me. Uh, a lot of people do accuse me of being a little too blunt, but that's okay. If that yeah, it's more like a side salad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a side salad we're gonna go with that guys thank you boy this was a great show everybody thank you so much uh uh tim and chris and uh confused and pissed off everybody was great today guy randy, randy guy robert thanks, ben yeah ben. ben mcclure off the couch today 
How about yeah, that? we got Ben. We got Ben today. So that was awesome. Hey, Chris, thank you for playing in pain today, brother. So uh, I appreciate you. My so, pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Sell a million, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.